So we're up to Daf Nun Zion Nun Vavam and Beis. The bottom line: Achde the Rami Bar So we had a machlekes in the Mishnah. Machlekes are Meir and the Rabbonon. If 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 a woman can meet, if you can make a Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, whether a woman could be Moichel on some of the Ksuba. Rabbi Yehuda said yes, and Rabbi Meir said not only could she not be Moichel, even if you make a Tanai. Which means you have to pay fully. It's still bilas abilasnos because she thinks. So even if she's getting the full amount, just the mere thought that she's not getting the full amount is already tantamount to bilas abilasnos. So the reason why this is negaya is the Gemara says achte de rami barchama have nesibla revavia the sister of barchama married revavia. Go to the next page and irchas ksuasa she lost her ksuba. Now think about it. Every woman who loses her ksuba. She's going to get the ksuba at the end, right? Because we said it's a Tanai Bezdin. If you remember, we had a couple of ago. If a woman shows up and says, I don't have a ksuba, she still gets the 200 zuz. Which means every time a woman loses the ksuba, she's going to get it at the end, but she doesn't feel comfortable. So that's very similar to Rav Meir Shita. Rav Meir says, in such a, situer, such a situation, bilasai bilaznos. Meaning, Rav Meir Shita's bilasai bilaznos, not when, you're, not when you're not giving her the money, even when she gets the money, but she doesn't think she's going to get the money, it's also bilasai bilaznos, which is every single time a woman loses her ksuba, Rav Meir would say bilasai bilaznos. The Rabbana would say, it's not bilasai bilaznos, because she's going to get the 200 zuz at the end. So this case, so she lost her ksuba, so in essence, do we pass like Rav Meir, where if you lose your ksuba, it's bilasai bilaznos, even though she's going to get it, but she doesn't feel comfortable because she doesn't have the document. And therefore, Chazal treat if you don't feel comfortable, it's as if you don't have it. And if you don't have it, it's Bilal Zabil's nose. Or you follow the Rabbanon, that's okay. So if you don't have it, you don't have it. What's the big deal? You'll get, you'll get the ksu. You asked me this when we did this tonight, Bezin. If, if it's tonight, Bezin, anyways, the Rabbanon, that's so, you know, it's nice to have the paper, but if you don't have the paper, it's also, it's also fine. So they lost the ksuba. Also, you don't even need one? I'm sorry? You learn a, a few documents ago that if, if, if you don't have one, it still, um, still exists? Co- correct, meaning that's the point. The Rabbanon will tell you, because you could still collect without the one, it's not the end of the world if you don't have it. Rav Meir says, even if she collects, but if she doesn't have the paper, then it's bilasa bilaznos. That's Rav Meir's shita. So the question is over here, she lost the paper, she lost the ksuba, who do you pass him like? So it came in front of Rav Yosef. The Rabbanon say you could have a wife for two or three years without a ksuba, meaning she's going to collect anyway. So what's the big deal? So it's fine. So we pass like Rav Meir when it comes to Gzeris Chazal. We pass like Rav Meir. In which case it's bilasa bilaznus. So ihachi zil kasevla. He says, okay, if that's the case, then you gotta you gotta write her ksuba. Okay. So. Yeah, we don't pass that way. But yes. Obviously, obviously, but the but yeah. Now kiaser of dimi, meaning our stringency that if a woman loses her ksuba, they have to write that night is because we pass on the Romer. Okay. Okay, let, let me explain. From here until the Mishnah, I'm going to make a chart. It's not super complicated. I was doing this yesterday. I have my chart. I'm going to do this on the board. It's not super complicated. Um, you'll just see there's a machleikas tanoim and then machleikas amiroyim and who said what and whether there's machleikas. I'm just going to I'm going to do this on the board the best that I can. And, and the rest of the daf is, is is very easy after this. Okay, uh, try to get this in the Zoom camera. Good. Okay. So what we're doing over here, what we're dealing with, is the machlekes between Rav Yaisi and Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda. The machlekes Rav Yaisi and Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda 
is whether a person can be, a moment can be Michael her ksuba verbally, or it has to be written. Machleikis, Rav Yaisi says, yes, check, she could be Michael. Rav Yehuda says, no, cannot be Michael. That was a Machleikis in the Mishnah. Okay, fine. So now we're going to argue, well, now we're going to disagree as to the, discuss the, the, the situations of when they argue, etc., etc. Okay. Kiyasa Rav Dimi, Amrav Shimon Pazi, Amrav Yishuban Levi, Mishim Bar Kapara. So the first version of the Gemara, there's two versions. Okay, we're going to have Rav Dimi's version. Okay, Rav Dimi. Rav Dimi's version is like this. He quotes Rav Yishuv ben Levi that says, Machleikis betchila, avol besoif divra kol eina mechelis. The Machleikis, Rav Yehuda, this is, so Rav Dimi is quoting Rav Yishuv ben Levi. It's not, again, uh, it's not too bad. Rav Dimi quotes Rav Yishuv ben Levi as saying, the Machleikis is betchila, avol besoif divra kol eina mechelis. Meaning, we have tchila. Tchila means, there's different stages, right? They're talking about when a woman could be Michael. When? At the wedding, after the wedding, beginning of the wedding, during the wedding. So tchila, in the beginning, whatever this means, we'll describe what this means in a minute. Tchila is a machloikis. Rav Yaisi and I'll just do this. This is the machloikis symbol. Check in next. Talking about whether she's Michael. Whether she be So at the beginning of the wedding, it's a machloikis. But... Correct. But Saif, everyone agrees, cannot. Is there a machlokan on what the tchila is? Yeah, we'll get no, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, we haven't defined the. We haven't defined beginning or end. He just said a cryptic line: beginning machlokas, end divirakol. You cannot. Okay, Rav Yochanan. Okay, Rav Yochanan said. Okay, so we have beginning machlokas, end non machlokas. Rav Yochanan beimazu beimazu machlokas. Rav Yochanan keeps it easy. Tchila, machlokas. Sof, Machlokas. Okay. That was what Rav Dimi said. So, it's Machlokas seemingly Rav Yeshuv and Levi and Rav Yochanan when they argue. Good? Okay. Here's where it changes. The Gemara says like this. Am Ravavo, comes Ravavo. Well, here. Comes Ravavo, and he says, you know what? There's no Machlokas. There's no Machlokas of Yeshuv and Levi and Rav Yochanan. Everyone agrees. How so? There's three stages. Okay. There's actually three stages. There's one, two, and three. There's three stages. The Gemara says like this. The first stage is the beginning of the chuppah. This is the second marriage? This is the no. This is the beginning. Like a woman gets married. Marriage has different stages. There's the beginning of the chuppah. There's the yichurum. There's the biyah. I understand that. The beginning of the first... Beginning of, of Nesuin, yeah. Can she be Michael? Can she be Michael? So Rav Yeshuv and Levi says, in the beginning of the marriage, Machlaikis, end the marriage, everyone agrees you can't. Rav Yechon says, no, it's Machlaikis by both. So seemingly, Rav Yeshuv and Levi and Rav Yechon don't see eye to eye. The answer is... Why would she be Machlaikis? Well, why? Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. She wants to, isn't it? <laughs> she wants to. The question is, could she? Not whether, why she would. The question is whether she's able to. So... Rav Shuman Levi says, in the beginning of the marriage, machleikas, saif marriage, not machleikas, someone agrees, no good. He says, no, machleikas, machleikas. So you seemingly, okay, they're not seeing eye to eye. The answer is no, no, there's three stages. There's the beginning of the chuppah, there's the middle of the chuppah, okay, and then there's after bia, okay? And the answer is everyone sees, everyone agrees. After bia is no good, middle of the chuppah, machleikas, beginning of the chuppah, machleikas. So, Rabbi Yeshuv and Levi, when he said beginning, he was referring to one of these two. When he said end, he was referring to here. Rabbi Yochanan, when he said machlogis, he was referring to these two. So it turns out, Rabbi Yeshuv and Levi and Rabbi Yochanan are not arguing at all. Okay. 
That, that was it. So Rabbi Shuvah Levi had his opinion, Rabbi Yechon had his opinion, Rabbi said, no, no machlokas, there's three stages. We thought there were two stages, there's actually three. Why would you be Because after Bia, you're already fully, you're already, you're already fully, the, the Kinyanum have already taken effect, it's too late. So but why can there always be once the Chazal's Takan is already established, you're not able to be Michael. So that's, okay, so that was the Amravola, the Dima Farshim, the Rav Yechon and Dano, Rav Yeshub Levi, Loipal Gina Dadi, Rav Vo explained, Rav Yechon and Rav Yeshub Levi don't disagree. My Betchil to come Rav Yeshub Levi, Tchil Chuba, my Saif Saif Bia, Bechikami Nano, Bemezumim Zachluga, Tchila Chuba, Besaif Chuba, Di Tchilas Bia. So you have these three stages as the beginning of the Chuba, middle of Chuba, and after Bia. So there's no machlekes. When Rabbi Shuvan Levi said that the seif, everyone agrees you can't, that's seif over here, after Bia. When he said it's machlekes, he's talking about the middle stage. When Rabbi Yechon said, no, Be'imazumim is a machlekes, he was talking about the first two stages. So everyone agrees. Stage number one, stage number two is machlekes, stage number three, everyone agrees you can't. And Rav Vo made that Rabbi Shuvan Levi and Rabbi Yechon see eye to eye. This is all Rav Dimi's version. Now we're going to have a slightly different version, and that's Ravin. Okay, but it, you're going to see the pattern. It's very, uh, it's, it's, okay. Ravin. Ki also Ravin, I'm Rav Shubin Pazi, I'm Rav Shubin Levi, Mishim Bar Kapara, Machloikis, Libsoif, Avotchila, Divakoma Chelas. He, Ravin quotes Rav Shubin Levi as saying like this Shubin Levi, that he says, no. Tchila, everyone agrees. Yeah, Tchila, everyone agrees you could be Michael, and Soif is a Machloikis. Okay, so it's it's reverse. a little bit reverse, a little bit different. To that, Rav Yechonon Amar Bein Bezu Bein Bezu Machleikas. Rav Yechonon says Tchila Saif is a Machleikas is a Machleikas. So seemingly, Rav Yeshua Ben Levi and Rav Yechonon don't see eye to eye. Comes Rav Avo and he says no. There's actually three stages, and the three stages go like this. So this could. This is a machlekes, and this is a machlekes. So therefore, when Rabbi Shulman Levi said, Tchila, everyone agrees you could, he's talking about the first stage. When he said it's a machlekes, he's talking about the second stage. And when Rabbi Yechon said, no, both are machlekes, he's talking about stage two and stage three. So instead of machlokes, machlokes, no good, it's good, machlokes, machlokes. So, you know, okay, so far, so good. Good. And I'll just read it inside. I'm Rabbi Shimon Levi, Shemar Kapar, Machlekes of Saif, Tchil, Debar Komach, Mechelas, Reyechon, Bebe, Mezum, Ezi, Machlekes, I'm Rabbi Shimon Levi, Ledim, Farshim, Hedid, Rabbi Yechon, Dano, Rabbi Shimon Levi, Lopal, Ginan, Dadi, Mai, Lepsav, Rabbi Shimon Levi, Sav, Chopa, Mai, Tchil, Tchil, Chopa, Chikamina, Bebe, Mezum, Ezi, Machlekes, Tchil, Bia, Besaif, Bia. Okay. Here's one last step. That, that, that was like, not, hard, not the easy part. Okay. Let, let me explain conceptually what happens if, if you look at this chart. Okay, let me, let, me, uh, let me explain before we see it inside. You had a machloikis seemingly between Rav Yishuv and Levi and Rav Yochanan. Rav Avo made it no machlokas. Same thing over here. Rav Avo made it no machlokas. Where is the machlokas on this page? So you have a machlokas tenoim for sure. The machlokas is Rav Dimi and Ravin's version. <laughs> They're two different versions. There's no way to... Right? That's the machlokas. So... Rav Avo made Rav Yochan and Rav Yishum and Levi agree that Machlokas is what people said. It was like Machlokas and Metzias. Ravin had his version, Rav Dimi had his version. Those two versions don't see eye to eye. Okay. Says the Gemara, I'm Rav Papa. Says Rav Papa, if not for Rav Avo, like if Rav Avo didn't exist, then what I could have done is like this. If Rav Vo didn't make it like no machlokas, Rav Yochan, Rav Shuvah Levi, I could have done this. 
I could have had it that Rav Yeshua ben Levi and Rav Yochanan disagree and Ravin and Rav Dimi see eye to eye. How so? The Gemara says, I would have said, Rav Yochanan, Rav Yeshua ben Levi, Pligi. Rav Dimi, Ravin, Lo Pligi. Myself to come a Ravin, Sof Chupa. My Tchila to come Rav Dimi, Tchilas Bia. My Kamash, okay. So the Gemara says, what I could have said, if I would have just had this, if not for Rav Vo, I could have said like this. Rav Dimi and Rav, Ravin actually see eye to eye. They're actually reporting the same thing. The Machlaikis is between Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan. How so? There's three stages. Okay? There's three stages. And I'll explain why this is significant in a moment. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, I would have said like this. What did he say? Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi had, right, he had check, Machlokas X. So he would have had check over here, Machlokas over here, and X over here. So the first stage, he feels, everyone agrees, you could be Moichel. Second stage is a Machlokas. And then the third stage, everyone agrees, you can't. Rav Yochanan would just say, Machlaikas, Machlaikas, Machlaikas. I would have said that. Meaning, there, if not for Rav Vo, I could have had it that Rav Dimi and Ravin actually reported the same, it, they were correct in their reporting. And the Machlaikas is just Rav Yishu ben Levi Rav Yochanan. So that, that's what I could have said. Now, what, what's the significance of this? So the Gemara says, "My kamash malon, how kamash malon? The prigi trei amaroya, time of the nafshay, v'le prigi trei amaroya, libe dechad amaroya." The Gemara says, "What this means is like this." Again, you couldn't say this, but, but I could have. Like so the Gemara says, oh, "Who cares what you could have said?" Because if you have a situation like you had in this Gemara, where you have two choices, you can have a machlekes between Rav Yishuv and Levi and Rav Yochanan in Svara, or you have. Everyone agrees in Svara, the Machlaikas is just reporting of what they said. It's better to have a Machlaikas in Svara. Like, it's, this would have been better. Like, Rav Papa said, if not for Rav Avo, I could have done this. And that would have been better because then you'd have every Machlaikas is like in Lamdis and in Svara of, you know, they're arguing against each other, as opposed to what you do have, which is, everyone agrees with each other. The only Machlaikas is, who said what? Like in Ikeda Amri. It's better not to have an Ikeda Amri, which is a Machlaikas, like in Metzias, what did they say, and who did, uh, as opposed to a machlokas in Lamdas. You see, Rabin, the first version is Rabin and Ravdimi arguing. Everyone agrees. Rabbi Shum Levi and Rabbi Yochanan agree. The machlokas is what they said. It's a machlokas in the recorder. He recorded one way, he recorded the other. That's not very enjoyable to have a machlokas just in like the two Rabbanim who heard different things. I, Rav Papa said, if it were up to me, I would have changed it to this, which is the Rabbi Shum Levi and Rabbi Yochanan are arguing on each stage whether it works. Rabin and Ravdimi both reported correctly. So it's not a machlekes in like mitzias. It's a machlekes in in lamdis. That's a better. That's a, a better way to. You know, that's that's a more enjoyable way to have a gemara flow. That instead of having, like, you know, there's a machlekes here. And if you could remove, like, if you could have made it the machlekes, so we we uh, we conclude the machlekes is Ravin Ravdimi. What was said? But the gemara is just saying, if not, I could have had a more enjoyable flow of the Gemara, and that is Rav and Rav Dimi both reported correctly, because they're both Rabbanim who remember what was said. The Machlaikas is, Rabbi Shuvah Levi and Rabbi Yechon, each stage is a different Machlaikas. Right. Like Gemara is just saying, it would have been better. There's no conclusion to that. Correct. And we don't know, the first time you... Well, we know, we know that this is not what took place. The Gemara is just saying, I, I would have liked to say that. Going back to Rav Yeah. you explained Rav Dimi how he says this Machlaikas at the end, Yeah. on whether or not... The, uh, Rebavo made it that why you can't make a why you 
can't accept uh, you can't accept. Meaning, Rebbe over here made it that there's three stages. So for you, stage number one is a machlokas. Stage number two is a machlokas. Stage number three, for sure, no good. Sure so there's no machlokas for sure. Right, because once the tonight were finalized, you can't change that. Correct. What's this on the other side where you can? Well, he, I guess he's saying that in the, the beginning stage, everyone agrees you could be Michael, meaning even Rav Yaisi, uh, even Rav Yehuda was comfortable in the beginning stage, I guess. Right? Rav Dimi, according to this version, is three stages is. Meichel, Machlegas, Machlegas. That was the Rebavo on the Ravin side. Yeah. Well, again, I have, I have it over here, but the point is, the, the point is so the, the, again, it's a little tricky, but if you, if you just literally sit down with a pen and paper, I think Artscroll probably has a chart in the back. I think Artscroll, here, I'll, uh, I'll give you the Artscroll chart as I go weiter. Uh, yeah, Artscroll has charts over here. So, um, the point is, it, it, what we ended up having is just a machlaikis in what was said, but the Gemara is saying it would have been nicer if we could have changed that, to have a machlaikis in like lambdas, as opposed to machlaikis in what was said. Okay, new Mishnah. The, the rest of the, uh, the, the daf is, is, is not very difficult. The, this, this concept we've had before, I'm sorry? Oh, that's fine. The Mishnah, this concept we've had before, and that is that once the wedding, once they had Kedushin, they would propose a date for the wedding. Then, you, then the, the couple has 12 months to prepare. After that point, if the wedding is postponed, then the husband has to support her financially. Okay. We have this in the daf base. So the Mishnah says, Once the husband says, I want to get married, after the condition, I want to get married, she has 12 months. To, to prepare finances and to get everything ready. He also has 12 months. They both are given 12 months. After that point, and Almana is only given 30 days because uh, she already had a first wedding, so she already has a ring, she already has everything set up from her first wedding, so it doesn't need as much time. But we give Almana 30 days, we give a regular Besula 12 months. If after 12 months arrived, they're not yet married, meaning there's a postponement, Again, Daf Beis, the Shiloh, who postponed, but if there's a postponement, he now has to support her, and if she's marrying a Kayan, she could eat Truma. Rav Tarfin Oimer, Truma. Now this, the Gemara is going to explain what the case is, but Rav Tarfin says that when you're supporting a, a wife, um, if, if, if he's a Kayan and he's giving her food, he can give her 100% of the food, could be Truma. Now the reason why that's significant is because when she's a Nida, she can't eat it. So the question is, can he give her truma knowing full well that during the week that she's Anita, she can't eat it? The halach is yes. He's allowed to give her uh, truma even though she can't eat it when she's Anita because she'll sell it. And that's her responsibility. But he, can, he's, he, he fulfills his obligation to support his wife by giving her truma even though she is going to be Anita at some point. But says the Rav Tarif and Shita, Rav says, no, it has to be 50% chul and 50% truma. You can't give her entirely truma because that's not fair because there's going to be days of the week where she can't, she can't touch it. Okay. This concept that we give the couple 12 months and then after 12 months he supports her is only true if he was alive for 12 months. Let's say she's the Yavama. So she was engaged to his brother Six months into the engagement process, he dies. Six months later, she still hasn't done Yibam. The Yavam, we don't combine the times. We don't say, well, it's 12 months. No, no, no. The first time that the husband was alive doesn't count. The time of the husband doesn't count. So the Yavam has a clean slate, a new 12 months. Ene Machel. Yeah, sure. A normal wedding and a wedding from Yibam is considered the same as now. 
Well, it, it's not it, the wedding was out. No, it, there was no giant ceremony, but they were still. It's still like after Kedushin before Nesuin. So if 12 months go by, then she could say, I, I should be supported financially. But the point is we don't combine the, the engagement time period of the first husband with the time period that the Yavim hasn't done. We don't combine those two. That's the Mishnah says, this concept of even it, it could have been eleven months and twenty nine days with the first husband, and then he dies. We don't say a day later, Yavam. It's been twelve months. No, no, no. He gets a new re, restarts the clock. Now, this concept that after twelve months the husband supports her and even gives her truma zumishna rishona. This is the first mishnah, meaning this was the like the first rendition. Bezin shalachreim. However, later about the dinim amru. Go to the next page. The later Bati Dinim rescinded this view, and they felt that a woman does not eat Shuma until she enters the Chuppah. So this concept after 12 months, before the Chuppah, she starts eating Shuma, that was the first Mishnah's view. The second Mishnah, it was redacted. Yeah, so we're going to see this is a risk factor. There's also, we're afraid that she'll be eating, she'll, she'll be staying at, she's still staying at her, at her dad's house, and she's having Truma in a Yisrael's house, which is a, a bad idea. Uh, but I, I, I apologize for erasing that point, but again, if you, you just sit down and you just no, make it I work. No, I just because you explained this far on the one side, it's just, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. on the other side. All right. uh, <laughs> let's start the Gemara. So we give her 12 months. What's the source biblically that a person gets 12 months after the engagement process before the wedding? Like, where, where does that come from? So, Minani Mili. The Pasuk says, So if you remember when Eliezer went to get Rivka, so Rivka's family was trying to convince her to like give us time. And Elias is like, no, I'm, t- I'm taking her back to Yitzchak. So the Pasuk says that her mother and her brother said, Teshev hanaira itanu, let Rivka stay with us, yamim ay'asar, a day or ten days. So that's a very strange, so like the push-up shot, that doesn't make much sense. If, if your, your kid's like, can I have five minutes to play? And you're like, no, you got to do homework. Five minutes or, or an hour, like... I said no to five minutes. I'm definitely going to say no to an hour. So they're like, let her stay a day or 10 days. <laughs> if he said no to one day, he definitely said no. So yomim cannot mean one day because it does, you don't go from little to huge. Must be yomim is actually a much bigger time period. And then asar, 10, is actually smaller. So the Gemara says, my yomim, yomi. let's say yomim means literal, two days, right? Two days, yomim, right? A day, a day or two. So you're going to say... Can you stay a day or two? No. Ten days. <laughs> okay, that's... The Gemara says, Is that how people talk? They said, can, can she stay for two days? No. Eliezer says, no. Let her say ten days. Okay, okay. That's, uh, that doesn't work. It must be that Yomim is not a reference to days. Yomim is actually means a year. So what the Pasuk means, let her stay a year, and then he said no, and then they said ten months. So it's, that's a negotiation. You go big, big number, you get a no, and then you work your way down. So yamim is not actually days, it means one year. How do I know that the word yamim means a year? Because the Pasuk says regarding redemption of, the, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a house, it says yamim ti gulasai, you have one year. So you see the Pasuk describes yamim as a year. Yeah. Why, why did Eliezer go from 12 months to 10 months? No, 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 not, not him. The, the family members were trying to convince Eliezer to let Rivka stay by her. They wanted to postpone the process. So they said, let her stay a year. And he said, no. And then they said, 10 months. And he what said, no. He took her back right away. 
they said, ask Rivka, and Rivka said, I'd like to leave now, please. So they went away right back. The point is, so yom, it means a year. So the flow of the Pasuk is that Rivka's mother says, let Rivka stay for a year. Eliezer said, no. Then they said, what about 10 months? And then Eliezer said, no. So that's the flow. You get a year, no, 10 months. But you see, you see that a year is what they asked for. So you see a year is a, a normal request to get mar- to get ready for a wedding. So it's a year. So the Gemara says, uh, maybe day, yamim instead of a year means a month. So it would be a month, and then he said no, and then it's 10 days. How do you know that yom means a year? Even though you do find the Pasuk that yom implies a year, maybe yom also means a month. The Pasuk says, so you see that yom means a month. So the Gemara says, The word yamim is found over here. The word yamim alone is found over there by years. It's a better, it's a better match as opposed to yamim over here and yamim chaydish. So because over there it just says yamim stam, that tells you that the word yamim throughout Tanakh just means a year. So when they're asking, is the letter say a year, that you see that a year is a normal time to get met, to get ready for a wedding. Amr Abzera, Tana, Ketana, Bein hi, Bein The halacha is, as we'll see in a moment, you're not supposed to marry off a girl under bat mitzvah. Even though the father has the right to do it, it's against halacha, because a girl that age is not capable of getting married. So the halacha is, Ketana, Bein hi, Bein If the father marries off the Ketana, she's allowed to postpone the wedding until she's older bat mitzvah. Meaning, the marriage is a valid marriage, we give her 12 months, she's able to postpone it, or the husband, or the father can postpone it. Both have the right to postpone the wedding. So the Gemara says, I understand why she can postpone the wedding, she's the one getting married, she can't handle it. The, the father can postpone it, why do, why do we care about the father? The girl says, I'm ready, right? She got married off, she had Kedushin at, ele- at, at, at 10 years old. 11 years old, she's ready to get married. The father's like, I want to I wanna wait till she's bat mitzvah. Why, why do we give the father the right? She's ready. The husband's ready. Well, what do we care about the father? So the Gemara says, It's a very lovely re- response. The father's like, yeah, you know, she thinks she's ready. She's going to get married to him. It's not going to work out because she wasn't ready. And she's going to come back to my house and I'm going to have to support her again. So because the father's going to have to support her, he has the right to postpone the wedding. The halacha is that rabbinically you are not supposed to marry off a girl under bat mitzvah and you're not even supposed to marry, so you're not supposed to marry her off a girl under bat mitzvah. You're allowed to marry her off when she's a katana to set up the wedding for when she's a gadayla. Meaning, you're not supposed to mikadish a katana. So a girl's 11 years old, you're not supposed to marry her off. However, you can set the date that the marriage will take place when she's above bat mitzvah. You could, you could already, um, you could sort of like um, uh, unofficially set the date. No Kedushin, no Nesuin, but all the families get together and say, listen, the wedding's going to take place when she's Bar Mitzvah. That you're allowed to do. So the Gemara says, Pshita, yeah, well, why not? I understand not doing it when she's a Katana. You're not doing anything. You're just setting the date. So the Gemara says, You might think, the reason why we don't marry off a Katana under Bat Mitzvah is because she can't handle that stress of, of marriage, that, that level of responsibility. So you might think just merely setting the date is too much for a child. It's going to cause her to get weak. And Kamashwala, no. Setting the date is fine. They can handle setting the date. They just can't handle marriage. They can handle a lot more than we, we could now. Amar Huna Bagra, Yoim Echod, Viniskadsha, Noisin Yoim Kalman. How long does a girl have after the Kedushin, after the husband says, let's get married? 
How long does, does she have before the wedding normally took place? It was a year, 12 months. And Almana is 30 days. And again, and if it's postponed, then you have to figure out who postponed it and why did they postpone it and the support and all that stuff. So the girl is given 12 months and Almana is given 30 days. Says the Gemara, a bagra, a girl over 12 and a half is treated like an Almana. She's only given 30 days. Now, why that would be, I don't understand fully, to be honest with you. And the Gemara is going to reject this because the reason why we give an Almana 30 days is because she already got the ring. She already has everything set up from her first wedding. She knows what she's doing. Normally, you give her 12 months because they got to get themselves ready. But a girl over 12 and a half, I guess the Cheshben is, oh, I, I think the Cheshben is, a girl over 12 and a half, she's already had a plan. Like she's already an old lady at this point. She's 12 and a half already. She's already had her marriage, her wedding set up in her mind. She's already planned it out. So once she's 12 and a half, we give her only 30 days like an almana. So that's the, that's the statement, I guess. So again, normal girl gets 12 months and almana gets 30 days. And now we're seeing every girl over 12 and a half, 30 days only. Here's the kasha. Meisve, we have a couple kashas and eventually we're going to reject this. Bagra, a girl who's over 12 and a half, Arei Kitvua, she's treated like any girl who's, who's uh, propositioned by the husband, that meaning she gets the same amount, which is 12 months. Oh, my love, Kitvua the Basula, are we not referring to the average girl? Meaning, we're saying a Bagra is like any other girl. Meaning, 12 months. Loi, Kitvua Dalmana. No, it means she's treated like other girls who are Almanas. 30 days. Okay? Tashma, another proof. If you have a Bagra, a girl over 12 and a half, and it's been 12 months, because the husband has to support her because it's been 12 months, the husband could also annul her vows. What do you see? You see that a girl over 12 and a half is given 12 months because it says a girl over 12 and a half and it's been 12 months. So you see that a girl over 12 and a half is given 12 months. So the Gemara says, no. You have to add above. It means a girl over 12 and a half has 30 days. And any girl who has 12 months, the husband can annul. So it's not a girl over 12 and a half who's given 12 months. It's a girl over 12 and a half, comma, and a girl under that age who's given 12 months. So really, a bagger is given 30 days. Uh, the Gemara continues. Um, Tashima, okay, this now we're just going to reject it. Hamaris is a basula. If you do Kedushin with a basula, Bein Shetavah whether he asked for the wedding to take place, the Makavis and she's postponing it. Bein Shetavahi, Ubayla Makav, whether he's postponing it, Nois Noshne Mesachaydish Meshastavia. They're both given 12 months. Avalay Meshas Erisin, but the 12 months begins from when the proposition of the wedding, not from the Kedushin. So if the Kedushin takes place, and then a month later he says, let's get married, now you're given 12 months, the clock starts. Ubagra and a girl over 12 and a half, Hare Kitvua, she's like any other girl. Ketzad, it speaks it out. Bagra, Yoim Echad, Viniskadcha, Nois, and Loshneim, Asachaydish. She's given 12 months. Boom. We'll finish the Brysa, but boom, that's a clear rejection. A Bagra, a girl over 12 and a half, is given 12 months, not 30 days. Clear rejection of, uh, of Ravuna. Let's just finish up. Ularusa, a girl after Kedushin is Shloshim Yom. There's another girl who also only gets 30 days. We'll have to define what that is in a second. But you see that a girl over 12 and a half is given 12 months. Tiyufta de Ravuna, Tiyufta, rejection. Now, let's just finish up the Bryce. The Bryce has said that a girl after Kedushin is given 30 days. Which girl? We know an Alman is given 30 days, but who else is given 30 days? Ma'ila Rusa Shloshim Yom. Amrav Papa Hachikamar. Ba'igere Sha'avrlo Shneimos Echoidish Bibagras Vinis Kachan Shloshim Yom. If a girl at 12 and a half becomes a bagger. Then a year later she gets Kedushin. So 13 and a half, after 13 and a half you're given 30 days. So 12 and a half you're given a year. 
13 and a half, that Yutaka given 30 days. Now let's just finish up the, the, the daf. The halacha is that, um, we'll start it, we're not going to finish the fully. The halacha is that after, uh, after 12 months and there's a postponement, then if he's a Kayan, she gets to eat Shruma. Meaning up to, after Kedushin, right, there's Kedushin, she can't eat Shruma yet. She's married and can't eat Shruma yet. 12 months later, postponed, now she could start eating Shruma. Why is it that a girl after Kedushin can't eat Shruma? They're technically married. She should be able to eat Shruma right away. Well, why not? So the Gemara says, Amar Ula, The truth is, on a biblical level, once you already had Kedushin, you could eat Shruma. Shanamar, The Pasuk says, any person who's acquired by a Kayin could eat Shruma. And after Kedushin, she's acquired by the Kayin. So the truth is, on a biblical level, the day after Kedushin, she could eat Shruma. Why are we machmeh that we don't give her Shruma until the Chuppah or until 12 months and it's postponed? So why is that a girl after Kedushin can't eat Shruma until either the Chuppah or 12 months later in a postponement? So there's two reasons. The first reason is, Very simple. Where is she living after Kedushin? She's living at home. She's, so she's living with her brothers, she's living with her parents, all Yisraelim. He's going to give her truma. What's going to happen? She's going to have truma, a bowl of truma. They're going to be like, oh, that's a great apple, and they're going to eat it. So we don't allow it rabbinically, we don't allow her to eat truma, because she's still living amongst Yisraelim, and it's a really bad idea. See, here's the Shiloh. But after 12 months of this postponement, now she could have started eating truma. What, what changed? She's still living at home. She's still surrounded by her brothers and her parents. So what, what happened then? So the, Gemara, oh, so the Gemara says, sort of, the Gemara says, so why after 12 months and there's a postponement, now she can start eating truma? Why aren't you afraid? The answer is, The answer is that after there's a postponement for the wedding, she's allocated a different area of the house that she could stay in. You're right, meaning at that point, she's so removed from the house that the family and everything, she has her own food, her own section. And that's why they feel comfortable. Here's a shayla. If, if we're, if we're machmer, that she can't eat truma because we're afraid that her family members are going to eat it. Meaning the main objection is we don't like eating truma around Yisraelim. So if you have a sharecropper who's a kayan, right? So he's a kayan, and he works for Yisrael, so he gets a proceeds. They, they feed him. And he, eats, and he eats truma, why aren't you afraid, right? He's eating a communal meal because he's working with Yisraelim. And it's not like a co-worker, like they're feeding him. So they're all eating together. It's not like a co- co-workers have their own food, okay? But this is like a family. He, he lives at the house. He works for them. They feed him. So why aren't you concerned that he's going to start sharing his truma with them? So the Gemara answer is very simple. Uh, who's feeding him? The Israelim are feeding him. So he's got no truma. What are you worried that? They're feeding him. He's not feeding them. So what are you afraid that... The, the, the dynamics of that family is they're feeding him. The Israelim are feeding him, so there's no truma to pass around. What are you afraid of? That they're gonna, he's going to bring in food and, and feed the master? That, that, that's not how it works. Okay, last last little sugya. So the first reason why we don't allow her to eat truma after Kedushin is because we're afraid that she's going to feed her family members. That's the first opinion. Rav Shmuel by Yehuda Amar Mishum Simpoin. We're afraid that the marriage will be annulled. Right, it's Kedushin, right? So they're technically married. She's going to start eating truma. He's not afraid of them feeding other people. She's going to eat truma. What's going to happen? They go to the chuppah together. That night, she find, he finds out that there's some sort of deformity, there's some sort of thing that makes the Kedushin mekachtois, uproots the entire marriage from the beginning, 
And it turns out she ate truma when she was never really had kedushin. Meaning, until the, the until the chuppah, until the, the deal is done, we're afraid that the the kedushin might be annulled. And if the kedushin is annulled, it turns out she was eating truma for months for no reason. So the gemara says a shaila. So let me ask you a question. At the wedding, right? They enter the chuppah together. At the wedding, could she eat truma? Yes. Why? Because they already entered the chuppah together. But why aren't you afraid that uh, that the marriage could still be annulled? Until they live together, there's still a chance that something will be found out. So why we should be machmer until they live together. So the answer is, Hasa Mivdek Bodikla, Mile. The answer is, by the time they enter the chuppah, everything is known about them. They've done all the investigation. Every All the things that come out, it comes out during the engagement process. Once they already enter the chuppah, everything's already become clear. One last Shiloh. Here's a Shiloh. You're telling me that the reason why we don't allow her to eat Shuma after Kedushin is because we're afraid that the marriage will be annulled. If a Koyin buys a slave from Yisrael, could the slave eat Shuma? Yeah. Why aren't you afraid that he's going to be eating Shuma for a couple weeks and then the sale will be annulled? Right? If a marriage can be annulled, sale can be annulled. So the answer is... Sales are never annulled. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Why is a marriage annulled? Because you find out that she's got a deformity. She find out she has uh, something that uh, that you didn't know about. That's that happens with a marriage because there's like sneers. But you, you purchase. What, what's the problem with the slave? If it's a, a, a deformity externally, you see it. If it's internally, if he has birthmarks on his stomach that you don't like, so who cares? He's working. I okay. Nimtzaganif, oy kubiastus. What if you find out that he's a thief, or he's a ra- or he's a kidnapper? That would be that would be warrant to undo the sale. So the Gemara says, my higiu, the marriage is still valid. The sale is still valid. The halacha is. Well, in Mamish, one minute. I'll just get to the two dots. What would be a reason to annul a, a sale, a, a purchase of a slave? So you'll say, uh, external deformity, no good, because you see it. Internal deformity, like he has a weird birthmark on his hip. Like, who cares? Like, he's, you're not marrying a guy. You're working. Okay, what about you find out that he's a slave, is a thief, uh, meaning he was always a thief, or he's a kidnapper? So the answer is, Higiu, the, the sale is still valid. Uh, so the article brings down that a Bryson Baba Vasa states if a, sale, if a slave is found to be a thief or a kidnapper, his, his sale stands. Um, the reason is that a typical slave is guilty of such crimes. Meaning, like, uh, you, you know, all slaves are kidnappers and thieves. Like, the only thing is, my Ica, what's the only factor that could invalidate a sale? And that is Lista Mizuyim Oy Muchtav Lamalchus. He was found to be an armed robber, because that's more aggressive than the average slave, or. Uh, there was a warrant, a death warrant against them from the government. The answer is Hanukkah Islu. Such things, the also sale is valid. I'll tell you why. You find out about that. That's not that's not something that you find out later. If you if you find out that he's an armed robber, you must have known that before because that has kala isla. That has such a reputation that no one just finds out afterwards. Therefore, if you bought him, Mistama, you were Michael, you knew about it, and you were masking, so there's no concern of annulling our purchase. I will stop.